Y'all, I am conscious of the time. I knew, I knew we're running a little bit over. Wait a minute, it ain't our time anyway, is it? It's God's time, amen? So we ain't running over. If we're, we're doing just fine. We're doing just fine. Now, folks, listen, last, for the last month now, the Lord has really been dealing with my heart. I've been burdened down big time about end times. And I just got, brother, I, just, I don't know what it is. I just, the Lord has begun to deal with me. I began to read everything I could read on end times. And I began, to, I began to listen to a lot of messages on end times, on end times. I know the Bible says time is nigh at hand, even at the door. Y'all, I believe it's so close we could almost taste it. Now, y'all, I'm going to tell you, we, uh, I sat at my desk today. I already had, the message, already had the message together and all that, and I was going, the message I was going to preach. And I got to my desk today, and I sat down, and I said, well, I said, uh, sure going to be pushing it tonight because of the ordination and all that, you know. I was thinking of time, you know. And then God began to help me to put together a little something here. I'm going to get to, So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give the introduction of the message I'm going to preach week after next. But I'm just going to preach the introduction to, tonight. And so y'all be with me, and we're talking about the end times and just how close we are. Y'all, I'm going to tell you right now, for the Christian, for the saved person, I'm talking about the true child of God, whenever you start talking about the end time and how close it is before the Lord comes back, it ought to bring joy to your heart. It shouldn't be no fear in your heart at all whatsoever. If there's fear in your heart when a man of God gets up preaching the word of God about, about the end times, then if fear comes in your heart. There's one or two things wrong. You're either lost, you're going, you know for a shadow of a doubt, you die, you go in hell, or you're just backslidden on God. And y'all want you, and you're just one prayer away of getting both of them right with God. If you want to get saved, ask God to come into your heart. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, just by what I bring to you tonight, I'm going to, I'm going to bring a, a message on just three different things that's going to happen in the last days that you and I have seen taking place. And they said that this is going to happen in the last days. Now, next, the week after next, I'm going to get in this last days thing and show you it's not, it's not hours, it's not, it's not minutes, but it's only a second. Wait a minute, it's not even a second. That the Lord could just come back, y'all, at any time. Now, I believe you could do it right now. But I'm going to show you next week after next how close to the end of time really is. But tonight, I'm going to show you, and I'm showing you that tonight, but it's not going to be quite as in-depth as it's going to be week after next. But I want you to come back, and I want you to get that. If we're ever going to witness, we better, we better do it now. If you will, take your Bibles, open it up, 2 Peter, just for Scripture. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 3. If you don't mind, would you stand up for the reading of God, for holy and precious word? I'm going to go back and start verse 1. It says, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be in mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets, and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts, and saying, where is he? Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. Have you ever had anybody ask you, well, I heard that all my life, where is he at? He's coming, he's coming. Where is he at? He's right here. Look up, because your time is nigh at hand, son, even at the door. Our Heavenly Father, as we come to you now, thank you for the reading of your word. God, I'm looking for you to come back at any time. But God, if you don't come back, God, before I get through with this message, God, would you help me, God, to preach it in a way that can bring honor and glory unto thee. And God, I pray that if there's a lost one in here, God, they'll understand, God, that if time happened right now, God, if you came back right now, it's over with for them. They're doomed to a devil's hell. God, 
I pray that, God, if there's somebody in here that's backslidden on you, God, that means that they're not working for you like they should. God, that means they're not telling people about you like they should. So, God, I pray to deal with their hearts, God, right now, and let the people make the decisions that need to be made tonight. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. You may be seated. Yo, if we're ever going to witness some, we better do it now. When the Bible tells us that heaven and earth will pass away, you can be sure that this, will, that this world will definitely end. If you believe the world's coming to end, say amen. amen. And it's closer than what people really think. In Matthew 24, the disciples asked Jesus, what shall be the signs of, the come, of thy coming? And some of these signs is what I want to talk about tonight. Just three of them, real quick. In 2 Peter 3, as we just read, it tells us in the last days that the world will not be looking for Jesus to return. Hey, the world's not looking for it. Only God's children is looking for him to return. But in John 14, 2 and 3, it tells us that he will return. He says, in my Father's house are many mansions. In my Father's house are many mansions. That means each one of us has got one. If we're not, if we're not, so I wouldn't have told you. He said, in my Father's house are many mansions. I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Yo, we got a place waiting for him. It's going, it's going. And y'all listen to me. I know we got to get up and go to work. We got to pay our bills. We got to go to the hospital to see the sick. We get sick ourselves. I mean, all this bad comes upon us. But let me give you some good news. It's going to end. And it's going to end real soon. Yo, I sat at my desk today. I was crying. Tears coming out of my eyes thinking about how close it is to the end of time that the Lord is coming back. I'm going to help y'all in just a minute. Y'all just stay with me now. Y'all, Jesus said, Jesus promised his children that he would be back for them. In Acts 1, 1 through 11, the Bible tells us that he says, watch him go, or the disciples watched him go away into heaven. Over 2,000 years ago, they seen that. But I believe that it will be this generation, son, that's going to see him come back. I believe that. Folks, I want to tell you something. Three things. First of all, it's knowledge. God, God has always warned his people before judgment come upon them. There's never been nothing to come upon God's people that he didn't first warn them, warn them about that. Yo, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to slow down just a little bit. I ain't gonna get, I'm not going to get too fast. Listen, if you got to go, you got to go. But if you don't, please stay. But I'm going to slow down a little bit because I want you to get every bit of this. God has always warned his people before judgment comes upon them. He warned them in Noah's day, y'all. Just like he has warned them uh, in our day. Noah preached about 120 years and there was two signs given. The boat and the animals. Every day they seen, they seen the signs but they ignored them. Every day, walking back and forth, they seen the signs but they ignored them. Just like, just, like, just like the people does today. All the signs that are given. Y'all, that's when you need to look, get your Bible and look up the signs of the end time. And then you need to go out and tell the world. Say, listen, this is what the word of God says. It says that you ain't got very much longer. If you're going to get saved, you better do it. If you're going to get right with God, you better do it. As God gave them signs in Noah's day, Noah's day, so has he give us signs also. In the Bible, God tells us when and how and where the world as we know it will end. Now, y'all, y'all want you to go back now and look and just think about the time of Noah. Noah, he built on that thing for 120 years, son. They come by and watch that old man build on that ark out there in that desert. 
and said he's about crazy. That's a crazy old man out there. No doubt people said that about Noah. I'm sure they did. Just like I say crazy things about you when you tell them that the end of time is nigh at hand and you start telling them about God. Yo, they don't think the world don't talk about you. They talk about you. And they'll always talk about you. Why? Because who you are. Because the Bible says that all that, that serves Jesus Christ is going to be persecuted. Do you know that? If you speak of Jesus, they're going to persecute you. I can tell you that. But y'all, I'm going to tell you something. I might have walked by and I might have seen Noah. And I might have been one of them out there that said that crazy old man. But you know, see him build that ark out there, I might have said, well, he's just crazy. That is a crazy old man. Building an ark out here in the middle of a desert. Well, but when I seen those animals come two by two, I'd have got thinking, wouldn't you? I'd have paid more closer attention to the signs. Well, y'all, I'm gonna give you some signs now that you can pay some attention to. Daniel 12, 4 says this. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro. Y'all, we're talking about signs now in the last days. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. The literal translations of this scripture indicates that during the end times, there's going to be a knowledge explosion. That's what he was telling Daniel. Listen, Daniel seen things. He didn't understand them. Daniel said, Daniel, you're going to sleep many days before these things come to pass. But in the last days, in the last days now, he said there's going to be a knowledge explosion. A knowledge explosion. Wrote down a few of them. From Adam to the 1900s, men traveled the same way. Horseback or they walked. 1,900 years, y'all. That's how they travel. At the press of a button, you can now receive faxes in your cars, take a message on your sky pager, explore encyclopedias of vast knowledge small enough to just fit in the palm of your hand, transplant a new heart, put men on the moon. I mean, y'all know all that they can do today. A knowledge explosion. Y'all, the Bible says in the last days you're gonna see that. You and I seen it. We seen it. When do we see it? We seen it in the last days in the last day. You know, we have all this knowledge, and yet the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3, 7, always learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And that's because we, sit, we seek truth apart from God, y'all. If, if you reject truth, the only thing you got left is, is to accept as a lie. America has rejected the truth of God's word. We have rejected God himself and all we have left is the secular human, uh, humanist lie. But Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Yeah. Folks, I'm telling you the truth tonight. I'm telling you what's gonna happen in the last days and I'm telling you things that you've seen along with me. We've actually seen this take place. Y'all, in the last 125 years, a knowledge explosion. That's just one. That's just one. Then we see another one, the rebirth of Israel. In Matthew 24, 32, 34. Jeff, well, read it because, I mean, we got plenty of time. It's God's time. What we said earlier, didn't we? The devils want me to get so fast and get ahead, but I'm not going to do that. 24, 24, verse 32. It says, now learn the parable of the fig tree. When his branches is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, Know that it is near, even at the door. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Y'all, the Lord ain't coming back till they're all fulfilled. But I got news for you. I don't know not one thing needs to be fulfilled anymore. I'm talking about, son, it's right here. It's right here. Talking about the rebirth of Israel. In the Bible, prophecy, Israel is often pictured, y'all, as a, as a fig tree. 
Jesus says that when his, when his branches is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, other words, when Israel is a young tree reborn and growing, putting forth leaves, it shall be obvious to all that the end times are at hand. Steve, what are you talking about? Hang on. In verse 34, Jesus said, this generation will not pass away until all these things be fulfilled. Other words, the generation which sees the rebirth of Israel is the generation that shall see the Son of Man come again. That's nothing but Bible. You need to understand the death of a nation before you can really understand the rebirth. In May 15, 1948, Israel became a self-ruled nation. It had not been a self-ruled nation since 586 B.C. Steve, what you talking about? I'm glad you asked. I'm going to tell you. In 586 B.C., the Bible tells us that Nebuchadnezzar come in Babylon and captured uh, Israel and took them away in captivity. From that moment, now y'all, in, in 586 B.C., from that moment, from that moment until 1948, from 586 to 1948, they were always under another rule. They were a dead nation. They were dead. But in 1948, when the United Nations come back together and give them that little piece of land, there was a rebirth. Jesus says, whenever you see this come to pass, you know. And that's just two. Jeremiah 23, 7, 8 says, in the last days that the Jews must return to Israel before the Messiah comes. He says, therefore, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that they shall no longer say, as the Lord lives, who brought up the children of Israel from the land of Egypt, but as the Lord lives, who brought up and led the descendants of the house of Israel from the north countries and from all the countries where I had driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. Y'all, we have seen this on television. We have seen this with our own eyes. Y'all, we have seen this, how the Jews from the north country, Russia, have returned to Israel by the tens of thousands, as have other Jews from around the world. Why at this time is, the, is this happening? Because it's another sign of the end times. It's another sign of the end times. Now, y'all, I just read y'all things that, that you and I have, have actually, we have actually seen. We have actually seen it take place. We've seen it. It ain't something that we're guessing at. We're not saying that news is lying about it. I mean, we can't, and they, Lord knows they do enough of lying, but, but we, we know for a fact that this has happened. We've seen this. Y'all, we've seen it. And Christians act like that it's going to be years and years and years for the Lord to come back. And y'all, we get on our lazy behinds and don't go out and do what God has called us to do. Let me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. We get on our lazy spiritual behinds and don't go out and do what God has called us to do. Whatever we know that the end of time is nigh at hand. Y'all, I'm telling you right now, listen to this. In Matthew 24, 7 8, it says, in the last days there will be famines. That means hunger. Just turn your television on. Pestilence. That's incurable diseases. See, what we're facing right now. Earthquakes. Yo, in the 15th century, there was 115 earthquakes recorded. The 16th, there was 253. 7th, I mean, yo, I ain't going to read all these. They keep right on going up, going up. Even in the 19th century, it's 2,119. And now it's, it's way, way, way more than that. 
They just keep increasing. Why? Because we're living in the last days. The world's fixing to come to an end, folks. In Matthew 24, 36, 40 through 44, it says, it will be as in the days of Noah. What a characteristic mark, the days of Noah. Genesis tells us that, the, that man's wickedness on the earth was very great and that every intent of thought of his heart was only evil continually in the days of Noah. Y'all, they're a hundred times worse now. Man, whenever you see people that, that, brother, you hit it this morning. Whenever you see people trafficking little young'uns, babies, little babies, babies, brother Donald, babies. We in the United States, y'all, of America. Can you believe that? There's things happening now. I ain't getting into all this, but this is week after next. But y'all, there's things happening to our country right now that I would have never thought I would ever seen in my lifetime. And I've seen it take place in this past year. In this past year. Just open your newspaper anytime and you will, and you will see the murders, the rapes, the kidnappings, the assaults, the child abuse, spouses abuse, parental abuse. These are common headlines for almost any newspaper. And just as the floodwaters caught them unaware, so the end of the earth will catch these deceivers unaware. So it's coming. If people is going to be saved, they better do it right now. The end of time is at hand even at the door. There is no more signs. Now, now folks, there is, there is no more signs that I know of that, that needs to be fulfilled. There is no more signs. And by the way, I'm not looking for signs now. I'm listening for a shout. Y'all, right. you better put your spiritual ear up. Because, son, you're fixing to hear your name called. Son, you're fixing to leave this earth. Amen. And you say, Steve, you mean you want me to believe that just out of them three things? If you don't, there's something wrong. Because all three of them is Bible. Simple Bible. Just simple Bible. And folks, I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't going to be much longer. And y'all, whenever I was preparing this, I was, I, God gave me that seed to put together for tonight. But y'all, I'm going to tell you, whenever I was reading this, I said, Lord, I said, I don't know if, I, if I'll even be here to preach the message, God that you give me to preach tonight. So God, if I'm doing something wrong, God, please forgive me. Please forgive me. But I felt peace at it when I got through with my prayer. Oh, you know, it's, it's good when you set your death, just cry. Yeah. Just cry like a little, you talk about crying this morning. You cry like a little baby. Just cry, 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 cry. And the Lord sitting right there with his arm wrapped about you, patting you on the back. Yo, that's so good, ain't it? Hey. What makes it so much better? It's pretty soon we're going to be all growing up together. Hey. Y'all, it ain't very long off. It ain't like our grandfathers and our great-grandfathers and our grand, great-great-grandfathers, how they, all, they, how they all talked about the end of time. Y'all, they didn't see it. They didn't see these signs I'm telling you about. Oh, well, some of them I'm telling you about now, but them the next week, they haven't. They haven't seen those signs, but we've seen them. we actually seen them take place. That's how close the end of time is. I'm going to read you one verse and we'll close. I know it's week after next. If the good Lord's willing, he doesn't come and he allows me to live and be able to preach this thing. I'm going to start in chapter 3 of 2 Timothy and it says this. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. 
Y'all, I've read that scripture many, many times. I've preached on it. I've taught on it. But never have I seen it like I've seen it this past month. That one scripture. I'm going to teach, I'm going to teach and preach the whole chapter. But that one scripture. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Steve, what is he saying? Real fast, give me, give me something. Just give me something. What I just told you, back yonder they didn't see it. We, we, we've seen it take place. I'm talking about the end of time, signs of the end of time. But here what Paul's talking about in the third chapter, and he, this is what he said in a, in a short form. The rapture is coming down. The rapture fiction take place. The end of the age. The end of the age. We're talking about last days. Going in deeper than that. The end of the age. It budded up against the, the bottom of the rapture. The rapture fixing. Take hold. Y'all right now they are so close together. And I'm gonna, I'll show you this next week after next. The rapture is so close at, to the end of the end of time is so close to the rapture is that if you could take a piece of paper and slice it ten times like that you couldn't put them between them. Y'all we're fixing to go home. We're fixing to go home. Y'all, I'm telling you, it's right around the corner. Now, let me tell you this. If you're in here tonight and you don't get joy through all of what I said tonight, then something's wrong inside. Jesus Christ come and he died on the cross for your sins. Jesus Christ has already taken care of everything that you were responsible for. It all fell upon him. Jesus says that I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man coming to the Father but by me. If you want the joy that all the other Christians is feeling in here tonight, then you're going to have to realize that you're lost and you're, and you're dying, and if you die, you're going to go to hell. You've got to first realize that you're lost and in need of a Savior. Oh, when you come to that point, there ain't one thing left for you to do, and that's to accept Him as your personal Savior. You say, Brother Steve, I don't quite understand all that yet. Well, why don't you come up here and let us explain it to you even further? Now, if you're sitting in here and you're kind of nervous about what I said tonight, and you're saved, you're just an old backslider. And you need to get that thing right too. Because as long as you're in a backslidden condition, you ain't doing yourself no good nor God. He's the one. So folks, the choice is yours tonight. What are you going to do with it? Short message. Just giving you the introduction of what's going to be a week after next. Don't want you to miss it. I want you to come. But tonight, you've got to make a decision. Everybody in the house is going to make a decision. What is your decision going to be? Sean. Our Heavenly Father, as we come to you now, we love you so much. And I pray now, God, that you would deal with the people's hearts. God, just a short version, Father, of what's going to take place or what has taken place. And God, that you're on your way back. Oh, God, that may bring so much joy to our hearts. But God, there may be somebody here that's lost. God, would you deal with their hearts right now that they may get things right with you before it's too late. God, if there's a backslider in here to God, would you please, Lord, just touch their hearts too. Oh, God, even if they don't come down to the front, God, let them get it right where they're at. Let them get right with you, Lord. Because God, they, God, they need to be telling other people, God, of what you're, what's happening and what's going to take place. They need to be able to do that in the spirit. And God, if they're out of your will, God, they don't have the spirit on. So God, I pray that you would just bless it on the way that you can. In Jesus' name, amen.